<laughs> Good Lord, I just offended myself. But we are alive now. Yeah, no know. one will ever hear that uh, <laughs> salacious anecdote from one of us of the Stable Studs. One of us who went to was in a fraternity. Yeah. So who would that be? So luckily, we asked Tanner to leave. Uh, he's, the show today. He's, he's out he's out no i'm just playing uh, well welcome to the stable of studs wrestling podcast uh my name is tank rodriguez and of course i am joined with our co-host adam danger pleasure to be here james dean what's up what's up and before we begin before we even start any kind of wrestling what i need you to do right now if you're listening to on spotify if you're listening to on itunes needs you to hit that subscribe button or that follow button so we're going to wait five seconds, four, three. Okay, you did it, right? Thank you so much. We appreciate the follow and the five-star review on iTunes. But that being said, Adam Danger. Yes, sir. Um, sad news. Yes. Uh, I, ladies and gentlemen, I come to you with a heavy heart uh, right now, letting you know that um, uh, Chaos with an X uh, has dissolved the partnership with Adam Danger uh, Management Limited. Um, at this time, uh, Chaos with an X has signed an exclusive rights deal with Netscape Navigator Championship Wrestling. Uh, he currently is the Family Values Tour Tag Team Champion. Bravo. Yeah, I, I'm really happy for him. Uh, at this time, he, he wanted to take his career in a new direction, uh, up. And so, <laughs> moving forward, I, I don't begrudge him. I mean, uh, I mean, it would, it would take someone, uh, so much avarice to turn down uh, a Zune and a Virgin Mobile uh, uh, Mobile Minutes. You know that's what he's getting paid in now. So. Gotcha. I say it's a bit of an upgrade. Yeah, definitely. I just want you guys to know, uh, Adam Danger uh, Management Limited. Uh, our our website is an Alta Vista website, so gotcha. it's uh, a, which is an upgrade from your GeoCity one. You that is that is right. So what you have to do is you have to type in. Uh, lowercase x, lowercase x, capital X, capital X, Adam underscore danger. The A in danger is an at symbol, uh, capital X, capital X, lowercase x, lowercase x, uh, 4.69 at uh, GeoCities, uh, or AltaVista, I'm sorry, sorry, AltaVista. I don't understand any of this nerd shit, so sorry. So I'm sorry, so I am looking for bookings. If you are looking to take your career to the next level, uh, Adam Danger is your stranger. Uh, thank you very much. But again, uh, at this time, I just want to wish the best for Chaos with an X. You know, I'm going to say it. I'm going to, I'm going to man up. I'm going to go on record and say it. I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, I think, I think it's, it's good for you. I think he was dragging you down. I, yeah. You know, I, we'll address the elephant in the room. Go ahead, James. Well, I'm just saying. I think, uh, um, you know, I think, uh, I think God has smiled upon you. I think uh, you're off to better, bigger and better things. I hope that uh, those contracts with Gangrel work out. Yeah. Um, getting uh, moving right up in the world to be a manager to uh, some bigger stars. So uh, I wish you the I wish you the best. No, yeah. I appreciate it, guys, and I appreciate you fans and your support uh, has really kept me in, in good spirits. And and is it true that Tanner's trying to become the new manager? You know, I don't like to speak about uh, other people's business, other people's affairs. I, I don't think it's a coincidence that uh, Tanner Turdway, uh, Double T, uh, Double T backstabbing, uh, is not here <laughs> right now. And, and, and uh, you know, but you know, that's fine. I'm moving on. I'm a new person. I'm doing my own thing. He's worrying about himself. Chaos is taking care of himself. 
that's fine. And we wish them all. Wish them all the best of luck. That's fine. All the best. You, in your you can have them. You, if you say so. Yeah, you can have them. You know. And his. I look forward to his. seeing their match on flea market uh, wrestling. That's right. Right. There yeah. we go. But hey, speaking of uh, new endeavors, uh, WWE on Fox. Uh, wrestling backstage or whatever that show. I knew called. this was the only thing you were going to talk about. I knew it was going to be the first thing you talked about. Uh, backstage, a- I think it's just a- the name a- of the show. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I want to talk about that? I'm just. I'm not. I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just. So saying. You, you didn't want to talk about it today? Is no, I just saying? knew this. Would it's be not. Your... It's it's not wrestling culture. It's not wrestling news to you. No, I'm just saying. What culture? <laughs> Shout out. Not associated. But no, so, I'm just saying. Like, I think it was definitely. When I we sat down to record this, I was like, I guarantee dollar to dime that uh, I know what your uh, the first thing you're going to bring up is. Absolutely. Well, let me tell you, it's the first and only thing I'm going to talk about because I've had a busy week and unfortunately have not watched any wrestling except uh, three things. Uh, and I guess we can talk about it later. Uh, but the three things I do want to talk about that I have some uh, knowledge on. Uh, one, CM Punk has re- returned. Whether it's in a ring or talking about wrestling, it's still, he has returned. Some return. That's right. Right. Uh, re- regardless of what the backstabber Tan- Tanner Turdway says, uh, it is a return. Uh, second thing, uh, MJF finally turning on Cody. Right. A little too soon for me. That's what we said on that yeah. board. We'll talk about that. And then uh, MJF uh, joining a particular faction in a not so great way. I didn't like that promotion, uh, that promo they did to, to get it together. Wow, well, this is your that's a contentious opinion. Yeah, I just want to make no make ask, so, so that's all. The, so those are the three three things you want to talk and I, about. And, I, and they'll come up when they come up. You do uh, you do host a wrestling podcast, right? I understand that. I had a busy fucking week. No, uh, I know. I, you I did. don't I have like I don't have a lot of bust leeway. Your balls. Unlike uh, some other people uh, in upper tiers uh, of, uh, of of work. Well, you know the bookers. <laughs> And the agents, you know, they have plumb positions, but they work. They worked hard to get I've there. I've seen hot times, baby. <laughs> hot time blues, eighty six. But let's let's start off with old CM Punk. Let's start off with old Philip. Yeah, let's, let's talk about. I look like a nice little filibuster. Oh boy! I woke up in the morning to a text from my kid brother that just Shout read CP Monk, and <laughs> I said. What happened? And then I, I I went over to our Facebook Messenger and I saw just it exploded. I had no idea what happened. Uh, but if you've been living on a rock, at the end of WWE backstage on FS1, Philip Brooks shows up, uh, much to the chagrin of everyone on on the panel, and declares that he will be on next week. And it it got everyone's uh, uh, you know imaginations in flame. You know, one thing I was going to wait for this podcast is, am I crazy or was there heat between Punk and um, Cole? Booker? Everybody. Yeah, Booker. I think the thing is, is the fact that, I, and this is just me guessing, mm-hmm. um, listening to Booker's podcast or radio show, mm-hmm. he was saying, if Punk does come, mm-hmm. make sure he comes dressed nice. And if you noticed, the word nice is, is you know, subjective. It's a very subjective. And, uh, you know, he looked presentable uh, to come out and do a promo. Uh, but as far, and then you saw like the backstage highlights. He goes, How do I look, uh, Renee? Like, do I look great? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's like talk. He's really emphasizing his jacket. Yeah. And so I'm not sure if that, I mean, I, that's a speculation. Who knows? I, I, there, there might be. I believe so. Um, but it's, 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 it's 
who wouldn't want that guy back? Well, I, I think it's... For it's, ratings, I mean... Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I mean, which one of us, who among us here was watching that show at all? Or had any idea that... Not I mean, me. but this was, I mean, we knew he had signed. I mean, we knew... He no, had, he didn't. I didn't know. I mean, there's pretty much everybody knew he was signed. And then he made that statement. He goes, they haven't called me back and it's been so long. Yeah. And honestly loved about it. That the dirt sheets didn't win this time. And I fucking yeah. love that. That's it's so beautiful when the yeah. sheets don't win. That's true. Because I hate... I, why do you want to ru- why do you want to ruin a show that you're going to watch and then you're going to bitch and complain about it? Yeah, it but I think it's it's kind of a neat situation to have where uh, as we I think as we understand it now that uh, CM Punk is actually uh, more of an employee of Fox Sports. He's coming right. in, so he's not going to really kind of have to answer to Vince at all. Right. Uh, and and I think about it if you're familiar with FS1, they they did a similar thing with bringing in uh, Skip Bayless from ESPN Ugh. and Shannon Sharp. I mean, say what you will about Undisputed, right? But their their formula was, let's bring in these personalities. Let's bring in people that other people know. We'll pay them a boatload of money and kind of just try to recreate what they did at ESPN and do it here. And so now I'm thinking, okay, well, let's, let's take that same uh, approach and let's bring in CM Punk, somebody that people know, somebody who can talk, somebody that will bring in ratings, and then kind of do that same kind of Undisputed, maybe not platform-wise, uh, but in terms of like, okay, yeah, let's bring in these a name person, bring them in, and then let's just see if people watch. See, that was that was my problem before SmackDown aired on Fox. They were doing all that Skip Bayless promotion. They just didn't seem excited. You can tell they were just like, I can't believe y'all are making us say this. Well, like, Wrestling's yeah. not a sport. How yeah. dare you? Dig, you know, ma- mm-hmm. you know, like. It make me talk about like half of the times y'all's fucking predictions are wrong anyway. Mm. So it's like who well, like y'all y'all if you sports watch football, analyst like Fox football on Sunday. It's just such a jarring like segue when Joe Buck is like, and don't forget Fridays the SmackDown comes to your TV. See your favorite entertainers now. See John Cena. See. Undertaker. Yeah, it's, it, there's there's such a lack of enthusiasm because, but they're also out of their depth, right? These are guys that are are used to talking about football, maybe baseball, and if they're just football players, they have no idea what's happening outside yeah, of their, you know their realm. Eye rolling every second. Uh, but dickheads. But I as agree. a fan of both, you know, it's you can tell like, oh, when they talk about, you know, stay tuned for the Olympics or what have you, you know, yeah, it's, a quote unquote sport, right? And it's more like, legitimate in oh. their estimation. But anyways. Uh, coming back to it, I think that's the, the idea that you bring CM Punk back is that you're going to bring kind of a, a volatile, uh, to say the least, uh, variable yeah, personality coming in here, let it spin, and then just bring eyeballs and get people talking and, and kind of get a return on your investment there. Early prediction. Does he do it so much he misses it and he goes back? No. He's already been challenged by Seth Rollins. <sighs> I mean, I would say not within the next year. This is the easiest payday he has and the yeah. highest paying payday. All he has to do is fly into the studio, do what, an hour worth of work, collect here's, a paycheck? Here's what I, Here's the thing is, here's actually what I'm legitimately afraid of. If he begins, because you know, Phil does not uh, have any qualms about tr- legitimately saying what's on his mind mm-hmm. to the detriment of people around him. Um, will he be so antagonistic about the That's product? I, yeah. That eventually, even Vince is like, "No, get this fucking dude off the TV." Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, you know, everybody's <laughs> excited about uh, CM Punk, but I just get to see Paige on TV more. So that's. Uh, I think it's is it a, is it a shoot show or a kayfabe show? Uh, I think it's you kayfabe. had to have watched it. I guess I don't know. I haven't I watched it. I but how is it different than like Talking Smack or any kind of iteration of like well, this is what's point, happening? Though, but it's like Talking Smack, but more 
in that presentation of like live wire. Yeah. So, but they, I feel like they okay to an extent. They did that a couple of years ago when they brought in uh, my man, Sweet Pete Rosenberg, on like the yeah. pre-show of the pay-per-views. I mean, he's a mark. He's a fan, but he really wasn't saying. He wasn't Dude, they, intentionally keeping K Fabe straight up a heel. Like he's a heel announcer, or heel commentator. I don't even know. But he can kind of say like, "Well, this isn't working." Journalist, journalist, yeah, he'll sort of the last heel K Fabe journalist. Yeah. Oh, what I, don't I would, do it. Yeah. I'd be very interested to see. I would be very interested to see if, uh, honestly, you know, CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are kind of this vanguard, right? They were the first real guys of the modern iteration of, that came from the indies that made their name and then they got over they got over in wwe and that kind of opened up the floodgates for a lot of stars now that we see the aj styles the seth rollins uh and and kind of down the line that uh made a name for themselves in the indies and are to a lesser extent or to some extent getting over in their own right but he was kind of the first person to kind of do that and really and the biggest right yeah. so now he's kind of turning back it would be interesting if he could be a little maybe self, uh, you know, uh, self-aware and say, hey, look, here's where I came in. Now, here's where a Seth Rollins came in and paid his dues. And this is I'm so excited to see him do this and kind of take it and move the ball forward. But if he just kind of comes in and just like you guys are, are uh, apprehensive of just fearing like he's just going to crap on it and make everyone look bad. We'll have well, to wait and see. I well, mean, he still even like he still has, believe it or not. He still has a lot of friends in the... I mean, he's still supposedly... A lot of women. He's still close... With, well, that's a whole other story. Uh, he's still close with, with Kofi. As last I knew he still had a great working relationship with... Joe. Oh, by the way, what happened? Is Samoa Joe just done? I don't know what's going on with that. It is insane. And he does not look happy. No, no. He... Uh, that's a shame if he's out. Like, I didn't hear about any like truly debilitating injury or anything like that. I haven't heard about anything. I just know he had he had the Mysterio thing going on for so long and then... I don't know. Somebody who's more up to date on the the dirt sheets can fill, fill us in. I wish that, uh, that's why. I mean, Tanner would have been been able to fill yeah. us in with that one. Or uh, mailman Mike, if you're listening, okay, smarten us up, brother. I know. <laughs> I wish I could just keep him on like. Mike, Mike, Mike's the best. He, like he'll send me. Mike's uh, James's brother. Uh, he'll just send me rent. Hey man, check this out. Hey man, check this out. I'm like, yes, all day. Like just keep doing well, it. Hey. He's like he's like my pipeline to like the like like interesting updates and like. He's turned me on to dudes like weird, crazy, like, you know, dudes from New Zealand or new dudes from Japan or China that, like, I was like, I would never have known this dude unless it's, uh, you know, <laughs> he's a, that's all he does. I mean, he's on, like, uh, Ringside News and... Uh, well, Mailman K- Mike, don't be afraid to add me to Facebook, Adam Danger. Yeah, dude. Or, uh, or uh, Twin Brother Joseph, too. Hey, if all the, do- all the uh, deans can... Uh, all the deans. <laughs> can make their way to the old Adam Danger uh, capital management <laughs> group. Fucking love this show. I love you guys. <laughs> You're the best. Mike, shout out, man. But yeah, I f- feel like oh, really quick. Yeah, Adam's brother. Shout out to your brother. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Josh. It's the funniest. No offense, Adam. Well, one of the funniest taken. guys I've seen, and I've only met him once. And I was just laughing my ass off. And I was like, Hey, is your brother coming to WrestleMania party or what? <laughs> yeah, shout out to Josh. I know you're listening. Um, keep your keep your head up. Uh, maybe one day if we did, uh, maybe. Uh, maybe you could be a part of this, you know, if if you get your game together. Who knows? Oh, dang. He's, oh, he's wow. a little big brother right now. Didn't you used to have a podcast? <sighs> no. Oh. We always talked about it, but uh, never got off the ground. Not like oh. the stable of studs. Stable. Or, uh, or Men in Motion? Men in Motion. <laughs> anyway. Men in Motion rubbed on lotion. Getting sidetracked. Yeah, we're getting super sidetracked. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so t- speaking of CM Punk, uh, as far as greatness goes, uh, let's go talk about Trevor Murdoch. Well, let's... let. Because I have the most to say about power. You want to say that? Okay. We'll say that to the end, just because there's so much to talk about. 
in one little hour. James is owed to Trevor Murdoch. Uh, this is going to be a one-hour podcast about Trevor Murdoch. That is, that is what it, this note say. Owed to, to uh, Trevor TM. Mutton chops, amber waves of gray. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh, a, got the jowls of a dying fucking all right, basset so, hound. So, obviously, I'm unprepared. So, what are y'all talking about first? Well, we'll, we'll go through WWE because, yeah. you know, it's, I'll, yeah. I'll run through the matches that happened and, and if there was anything... Uh, exciting uh with smackdown on friday we had the new day over the revival to take over the belts uh, it's kind of i think you want the new day into that triple threat tag team match with i believe the viking raiders and then um and xavier's out for like a year yeah no shit. yeah because of a uh uh achilles tendon injury he's gonna be out wow. for a year that's so, good maybe he'll uh be departed from uh new day yeah from now until then i don't know what what's Pop new day gonna do I, I, I like when guys come back after a long hiatus right. and, and just listen to their pop. Yeah, that Triple H pop. That, Ooh, that's, that, that's um, that's hard to beat. Yep. Uh, next, we had Cesaro Nakamura over Ali and Shorty G. It was an okay match, but we're really trying to bring in um, Sami Zayn is is trying to get a, a mini stable going with Cesaro Nakamura, trying to get Daniel Bryan involved, but Daniel Bryan just was not amused by it. Um, Cesaro needs to. Re- <sighs> That guy, poor guy. Come to NXT. I was hoping it's for a, the. I was hoping for a, a, a Kings of Wrestling reunite. He, he doesn't want to do NXT. He wants to make sure you make a staple of. I'm saying, bring up Chris Hero or Cashizono about yeah. now. Like it's about time. Yeah. And one thing to keep in mind too is that SmackDown and Raw were overseas and they're pre-taped, and so there wasn't going to be a lot of like moving Surprise. stories yeah. forward and anything like that. So everything was kind of in a holding pattern. Uh, the Banks, Shuster Banks went over Nikki Cross with the bank statement. Pretty decent match. Nikki fine. Cross, I love you. It's good to see. Uh, the Fiend attacked Daniel Bryan. So just when I thought Daniel Bryan was going to have a, a program with Cesaro and Sami Zayn, the Fiend shows up out of nowhere and beats the tar out of Daniel Bryan. So setting up something going to the future. Hey, I did see the SmackDown. So, yeah. <laughs> I was watching Dishes watching. That was last week, almost. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, literally, like, yeah, yeah like so I watched ago. late, yeah. Dana Brooke and Carmella over uh, Mandy Rose. Oh, boy. And uh, Sonya Deville. Uh, it's fine. And finally, at the end, Corbin uh, went over Roman Reigns, which was a pretty decent match. It was good to see Corbin. Corbin was getting a lot of good offense in. Uh, he started the show kind of calling out Roman Reigns and his little testicles. That's yeah, fine. But for whatever reason... <laughs> Uh, Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler showed up to fight with Roman Reigns, and it didn't really make a lot of sense as to why. What? I didn't see that. Yeah. Two was... heels with Roman? Two heels fighting Roman. Oh, fight. Oh, I thought you said No, were... yeah, they came, to, they came to beat up Roman, and then Corbin won with the end of days. Again, as a holding pattern, but then why introduce even another yeah. program? Can I just say, in the history of like modern wrestling, I don't think I've ever been as wrong of like predicting somebody's trajectory or success like i was with bobby Roode. i i you know I, like beer money everybody talked about beer money but i didn't watch tna and like rednecky hillbilly gimmicks aren't usually don't really usually get me to pop but you know once he came in, into nxt and his whole package was so great and kind of like kind of old school but like a new take on that old school shit and like that i mean his song i was like dude this guy's gonna be fucking the yeah. next major heel he was he yeah. was in nxt yeah well he was in nxt but that's what i'm saying it was that transition to the main roster quote unquote um 
which I, I, I like how a few people from NXT have now turned that around, but uh, this week, yeah. a couple people being like, welcome to the main roster. But anyways, yeah. but I was I thought Bobby Roode was going to be the next fucking you know, big thing, and boy, was I wrong. Well, that's the thing, too. Is like it's when not you're, too late, though. When you're big at um, NXT, it's never a given. And then when no, you're... Oh, never. And then like when you think of someone like uh, Elias, he was all right in NXT. He showed up every once in a while. I didn't think he was anywhere near Bobby Roode, but then he... But see, I had I, way more success on the main I called roster. that shit, though, because he he had the look that Vince would push. Where's he at? Uh, I think he was injured. Um, I've not seen him on TV. And, yeah. But, I mean, he was funny. He had the guitar. Yeah. And and, uh, and I actually really, when he, like, within, like, a few weeks of being on the roster, because everybody, I think everybody looked at him was like, why is this guy getting a push like this? But I think he earned it. Like, he was really and he funny. he work, and he, he looks good. I say he looks good. He's yeah. like, well, can work, yeah. But, yeah, you wouldn't have thought if you had Bobby Roode or Elias, who's going to be the one that... I mean, look at EC3. I mean, if there's not a bigger, like... This guy came with so much heat, so much, like, you know, buzz and... But he can't talk to save his life. No, the thing is, like, I've he seen... He on... promos on TNA. Wow. I've seen decent ones. Oh. He is actually really funny. I've seen him on different, like internet radio or um, internet wrestling shows and like the best friends thing and like he's a really funny guy he actually has a lot of personality but i don't see it on tv no, uh moving on to he raw. was never the best worker but anyways easy three talk here moving on to raw we had kabuki warriors over flair and lynch i think Shayna baser came out uh and kind of uh messed with flair and lynch but the kabuki warriors retained their women's tag team championships let me just say this about the kabuki warriors i am so glad this that Kyrie sane has like this. I, she looks like a character from an anime at this point. Yeah. But like she ditched the pirate gimmick and like. Oh, uh, dude! I thought it was cool. It was like it's Final so Joshi. It's like so the, like shit. It's dude. I liked the uh, the theme song. I like. I mean, I did like I said. I didn't hate as much as Tanner hated it, but I mean, Tanner hates everything. But what do you do with that gimmick? And I like that she's kind of morphed and stuff. And I think I mean I, the Kukabuki Warriors. And everybody says. Well, you know they chose that name. I don't give a shit. That name is awful. Um, you don't like Kabuki Warriors? No, for them. The, I, it don't give me great, star on what Kabuki is. Great Kabuki. And then they do the Green Mist. Did, I mean, it's, did you catch that uh, Kabuki reference from Jim Cornette this week in, on Power? Uh, oh no, no, no! I'm sorry. It wasn't. It was. Um, it wasn't. It was actually. Uh, he's hitting me now. The, fans. the uh, it was actually Jerry Lawler made the comment. Uh, uh, about them and like he's like anyways he made I it. think well I try not to listen to a lot of Jerry Lawler comments. yeah I, don't, I can't believe I even brought up a Jerry Lawler <laughs> as a podcast now of course oh it does. boy he does uh, is it me. is it uh, tips on how to uh, date your oh boy here he comes anyway we're moving on <laughs> uh, next match we have Drew McIntyre squashes Sincata I put that that was Astro's release by the way yeah that's what yeah doing. so yeah I was just about to say so I, I kind of felt that once we found that out which isn't the original Sin Cara yeah oh uh, boy so they so then just Sin Cara well they have a third Sin Cara then no no that, that's that, that's the second that, no I'm saying but like if this guy asks for his release can we just get a third guy to put on the no gimmick? joke right why not just give so he's the new doink why not because does anybody give a shit about Sin Cara to have a third one <laughs> Well, who gave a shit to have a second one? Well, they were trying... Well, again, like, I thought they... Like, I think Vince McMahon thinks he needs a mass tie flyer just, like, in the roster. God, that second match that he ever had with uh, Carlito's cousin. Um, forgot his name. But they were doing this high spot to where he did that backflip off the top rope, botched it, yeah. went went up to set it up again, like, ten <laughs> seconds. Like, yeah. Didn't even work up to it, just went back. Oh, man. But... <laughs> Let's do a whole 
episode on how shitty that first Sin Cara. Well, uh, can I make can I make an allusion, ladies and gentlemen, from Sin Cara to the Hobgoblin, as we were talking about earlier? James D and I were talking about the Hobgoblin and how different people have portrayed the Hobgoblin. It's true. Uh, and maybe that's just like the Sin Cara. Like you'll just get different people. You never knew who really Sin Cara was. There was just. I don't know if you people. noticed this too, but I'm sorry for cutting off your your <laughs> sad aside. Yeah, sure. your your side there. But I, one thing I keep watching the notes is like I feel like he just like. Sincaro used to be in pretty good shape, but he's, he's kind of like... Doughy? He's a little doughy and kind of like, I don't care. Like, it's like phoning it in, but... <coughs> well, he, he was that lowrider guy. Uh, the big dude? I remember he, he came in on a lowrider low rider bike. Yeah, you're talking about... Caristico... Uh, Damn it, dude, you're both... Don't... I'm the last person that's with names recently because I have to ask Christian. He would know. No, but yeah, I know you're talking about the... Um, yes, I know who you're talking about. It's Car- yes. Moving forward... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rollins and Walter. This was a pretty good match. Yeah, I dude. Walter, we all think. Well, I think we all kind of said that uh, Walter looked pretty good. Yeah, he's like, he's like towing up. He's getting put in a Wait, little. Walter was on uh... Raw. Raw. Really? Yeah, and well, they t- pretty much twice, kind of. Yeah. So but he fought Rollins and like. Oh, because they're in his home country. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, and then after that, Rollins KO and the Street Profits took on Imperium. Yeah. So which is because Rollins looked like he was gonna win, like beat. Walter and so it was Imperium. A no, it was a no contest. Yeah, so Imperium it, it got involved in like no contest. Well, but there was a clean finish. Seth, Seth needs to lose. There's a well, unfortunately, and the internet apparently is really pissed about this. But Imperium did take the L when they had the 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 uh, tag, four man yeah. tag. Um, but it, it, Eichner took a loss. Walter didn't, so Walter's still protected. Gotcha. But yeah, I thought Paul, Walter. Uh, you know he's. I mean, Seth just needs to lose, 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 lose. Man, but yeah. no, no, no. In his favor. Yeah. That way he can have a build-up. Yeah. You no, I, I, I feel what you're saying. Like, I think he just kind of, my feeling is cut the fat, cut the middleman, and just turn him heel. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. Digress. Uh, finishing up, we had Andrade over Alexander. It was all right. Uh, Lana pregnant question mark <laughs> oh, you see how Rusev called it the best storyline in WWE today and I, <laughs> for shoot well like as of right now oh. he's not talking about like all of all of storylines but he might have a point what other storyline besides the fiend is, is going on not not much it, it was so I I watched a lot of this with the sound down because I just couldn't bear to hear Bobby Lashley it's fumble aw- over his words. It's awkward watching it. It's like it's not even like. Well, and the thing is, I like Lana kind of impressed me in. So it was like it was weird. It was fifty fifty. Lana impressed me because I, I thought she was in a full bone character and she she did kind of like she didn't have a pause. She kept spitting out her whole like promo without even taking a breath. But it was in character. But at the end, after everything was finished, I was like, man, that was. It was still so flat. Like it's yeah. still like it just. This seems like a weird, and I think it's like if this was an added. This is an attitude era kind yeah. of. Uh, we should not be having cuckolding like storylines. At least Lana's not in a casket. <laughs> I mean that is the, you know, that look, is the man, bottom of the Katie barrel. Vick, the Katie Vick storyline had like. I thought it was interesting myself. <laughs> no, I wasn't watching back then. Is that horror or horror adjacent? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, horror. Oh, God. Yeah, it was a horror to anyone involved. But yeah, like, and have Bobby Lashley and Rusev even fought? No, they just. No, yeah, they did. Like a, a man, like a Hell in a Cell or Saudi or. I don't even. Actually, I'm they saying. They had the, 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 the Flair and uh, Hogan match. That's all they've had so far. And then they had Rusev fought uh, McIntyre? And then Bobby came. Yeah, no, no, but, not like. Which, but yeah, this is stupid. Like, is it a Survivor Series match? 
They haven't. I don't think I've because I feel like oh, a lot yeah, of on paper. That's a good. I'd like to see that match. Yeah, I've been waiting for that match, but the, since day one. But the buildup isn't there. Like I'm no. not. I'm not excited about because of the storyline. I'm excited because Rusev's a good worker and Bobby Lash is you know pretty good. He's too. a hoss. Yeah, so. that's yeah. But uh, then again, why do I need Lana saying the six is so good? I know it's so. Oh, just don't God, do and it. Then, like, just, then you got like the, the like the whole baby and anytime which I'm like which I know they said wasn't true, but like anytime that comes up in wrestling, I'm like it's obviously like. Get the fuck out of here! How with that many shit? times is Terry Reynolds gonna fall off the apron and be like, "I lost the baby"? <laughs> what is the greatest baby angle in the history of WWE? Uh, giving birth through hand. Damn, that's a good one. Well, what was that one? Lita. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, and then uh, uh, it wasn't what's his name? What's his name? Uh, not Festus. Uh, he looks like he looks like Walter, but like ten times bigger. Yeah, uh, on the on the gas on the juice. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, it's not my fault, Kinski. Kin- yeah, Snitsky. Uh, Snitsky. Snitsky. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, I. Yeah. That was that was, that was and so he, over there. And he kicked the baby. Because the whole thing was like Kane was basically. Oh, I can beat it. I can beat it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mark Henry and uh, yeah, Mula. He said the hand. Give birth oh. to the hand. Oh, I, I heard. God. I heard Ginberg, and I was like, I don't have no idea. Catch oh, up, brother. Hey, pay uh, attention. Sorry, but, yeah, but like being being like a 13 year old boy. I can beat her. <laughs> Being a 13-year-old boy, and then, like, Terry Reynolds just takes, like, a very average bump off the apron. She's like, I lost the baby. I was like, is that how pregnancy works? Is that, like, I didn't understand how I've been doing women wrong. work. Or, like, I don't know how babies, like, no one is taking the time to explain, like, how children are created. And I had to learn from a really bad Raw segment, a, a Rince Russo segment. But anyways, Lana, <laughs> pregnant, maybe. Uh, Viking Warriors over Oasis. <laughs> Uh, what were they called? It's, uh, it's, um... They're Oasis. It's, They've uh... Oasis yeah, no, no, it's, and they're little mods. It's, um... They got green and white striped pants. Uh, uh... Aunt Mark Andrews and then Webster. Uh, Gordon Webster. No so, idea what's going on. But they look like Oasis. They're, One they, guy they're looks the just UK like NXT champion, UK. tag champs. Oh, One of them is just have... super mod. I, in fact, you know, like... For a long time, I was like, I wonder why there's never been a mod gimmick. And then when I saw it, I'm like, oh, because it's wrestling. That's a little weird. But I mean, and they look pretty good because the Viking Warriors have about 200 pounds on the other tag team. But it was decent. They didn't, like, squash them outright. It looked pretty good. Uh, I was just glad to see them. I was like, oh, look at that cool haircut. And then at the end, you had uh, Orton, Ricochet, and Carrillo over the OC. That was a good match. Orton was kind of being an asshole. Well, that's the whole gimmick right now. He's having kind of this weird, like, antagonistic thing with who did he Ricochet. Shoot a, who did he shoot a RKO on? Uh, he actually won. He went to shoot it on, um, like, you thought he was going to do it to Ricochet, and then yeah. he gave, gave it to AJ. Yeah, that's what I saw. But then, like, yeah. Ricochet and Orton were, I, from what I could tell, Orton was talking shit to Carrillo, and Ricochet was like, hey, man, you, hey, man, you better stop that. And the way, only way uh, Ricochet can do. This guy. And so I think they're trying to do, build a promo there. But He's a missing Cara. Just put a mask on him. Doesn't have to just yeah. show a promo. Hey, uh, hey, two birds with one stone on that. You guys in your hate. But that was uh, that was WWE for the week. Wait, hold on. I don't hate the guy. He's super talented. He's super athletic. He's just that's a, not my. You, that's your type of wrestling. Uh, for if you're Ricochet, it is because he can actually. No, 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 no. Is it wrestling? With Ricochet, yes, he can actually wrestle. He's not just. That dude no. Ricochet is as exciting as Braille. Did you watch Lucha Underground? Yeah, I did watch it a little bit. Dude, the first every season. match he had as Prince Puma was awesome. Like he's a great worker. He's not. I, I mean, 
He's, he's, he's well, watered I, down now, which I appreciate. Yeah. I just I, I I can't get behind the flippity floppitus. Look, dude, every to me like everything has its place. Um, it's just about balance, like I said, and you know you need your flippity floppity guys, and you also need your monsters, and you need your mat technicians. I think it's I like, like it. It's like introducing field goals to basketball. I don't know what that means, but it's fine. But I just find he's dull. It's a wrestling podcast, God damn it. Well, the poor guy, he's just dull as dish soap. He's, Look, man, hey guys. he's a superhero. I am tired of that shit. He's a real-life superhero. It's like, guys, please stop that. He can move around. He's That's good fun. for the, I'll give you this. He's good for the kids. He's, yeah. he's damn good for the kids that I, that, that I can get behind. Bring, bring in the children. Uh, but that was Raw and SmackDown. Again, though they were in the United Kingdom. It's video game wrestling. That's but like is. I said, with him it worked. Like he's no different to me than like a, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a, like a dynamite kid or like we're like yeah, it's like he's known for doing these amazing athletic special moves. But in the day, the dude can actually wrestle. Okay, but that's my problem. So what was the next show? <laughs> Let's do AEW. AEW Dynamite. Uh, well, okay. So first off, I don't think anyone here watched uh, Full Gear. I didn't. I just. Uh, I, I, all I, the I just little marks the... that listen to this podcast are now just rolling their eyes at us. <laughs> yeah, we suckered you in. But here, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you remember? You remember watching Nitro, right? Yeah. Do you remember watching it and it always seeing like this like light haze, like always going like if there was like a like a either like a really bad pothead or like a smoke machine going off, and you're like, I can't really see clear. But it's 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 there. It's got a soft focus, maybe. Yeah, may, maybe. But then, like you, then you look at AEW and it has the same exact thing. Yeah, uh, yeah especially the lighting, because I think they use a lot of line like right directly over the ring as well. Yeah, it's um, it's it's annoying how you how know what's similar. causing it. I guarantee you, I know what's ca- causing it. It's a vacuum of talent. No, oh. just the vacuum of talent. I was listening to you too. I was like, "Oh, he's gonna have some sort of technical we'll explanation." Have some insight. No, just a just a low yeah, key. Yeah, uh, I'm insult. glad he went with that for something generic. I was like, I don't care, but I was like, now I do. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm coming around to uh, AEW's roster being pretty thin. I, I noticed something on on Wednesday night when they said, "Oh, uh, Awesome Kong beat up Allie and was trying to cut her hair." She did the same thing at the pre-show. And I'm like, why are you recycling something that happened on the pre-show and doing it again on Wednesday? Well, I mean, that's going to be her new gimmick, though. It's like she beats up women and cuts But it hair. started making me think, like, how... Okay, Brutus. Yeah. But how much... Well, it's like almost like a, collecting a trophy. Or some sort of... Shrine? Voodoo. She smells it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is... <laughs> I don't know what more... you were smelling there. <laughs> that's, he's eating some... Uh, Keontae and some nice fava beans. Uh, <laughs> but now I'm coming Wrong I'm, show. <laughs> I'm coming around to... Oh, is that Men in Motion? No, no it's the horror <laughs> content. Well, eating men? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> we... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> My boy. Oh, Look, no. So, let's take... So Look, that's how in, that's how interested in AEW. <laughs> well, so here's my thing: is I should not have to see Michael Zawa every yeah, week, dude. It's, it's Nakazawa, Sm- like fucking, you know, greasing himself up. I, you know, and I thought it was funny, like where he's like going to do it. And he's, he's like, "Oh, I'm serious now. I'm gonna throw him a fight, John Moxley," and then he just gets fucking shit canned in like two seconds. Yeah, but, Mox squashes Nakazawa. It was so. I'm just that's what I'm saying. Look, man, I I know on this podcast I might come off as an AEW hater. I don't. Want to hate it? I want to love it. We do always. I'm, I'm a fan. I will, like you know, fifty percent of their roster. I'm a big fan of. I think they're doing a lot of things right. I think certain 
you know, like I said, MJF, I think getting him in was a genius move. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting to, like I said, with, with Luchasaurus and different people, they're starting to actually create some new stars. But do they need a bigger Raw? They need a bigger and better Raw So, supposedly, um, they're doing like a refurbish. I mean, like a... like a Talent? Like a, like a sweep uh, in January. Uh, I'm not really? sure what that means. Um, and that was not a dirt or anything. That was just kind of an observer. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I don't. You're, I, I'm on. The, I'm, I have the same sentiment. I, I don't want to hate it. I, I want to love all wrestling. I want to have a show. It's like, oh my god, what's going to happen next? Yeah, me too. And but, again, you know. I, like when they do things right, I will be more than happy to like tell like, hey, they did this right. But mm-hmm. just like the like I said, that's the, not only is the roster thin, but again, as we've addressed in this podcast, the talent gap between say a Chris Jericho. Or a Kenny Omega and a... Peter Avalon. Peter Avalon. Who? Exactly. Jimmy Havoc. Interesting enough, I actually saw Peter Avalon. He was a part of this tag team with uh, Indian Jesus, and I can't remember who that wrestler's name was. Um, but yeah, um, like my first PWG show, he was there. Oh, here and we it, go. Jeez, sorry. <laughs> I'm saying, Uncle James Dean story time. Let's <laughs> everybody uh, kind of like, Okay, oh, we get it. You into PWG. Oh, you, and so- you and Sophia Vergara were like this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you about that, though, real quick? See, like, the Sophia Vergara? Watching the literal He-Man that is Joe Manganiello towering over these quote-unquote wrestlers it's like that dude is a wrestler. I don't know what the rest of you midgets are, but why isn't that guy in the ring the legitimate six foot six inch bohunk he man? He would go with her. What's up? He would go. He went with her. That's awesome. Yeah. But anyways, but yes, that dude, that dude's beautiful. I remember when he he came in. Um, it was a super awkward segment, but he actually they did uh, that was that terrible uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie about like the the SWAT team. I don't know it was a terrible movie, but it was like Hunter, Triple H, and then. Joe Manganiello, were Hunter on the and Triple H. I'm sorry, Hunter Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. and uh, Joe Manganiello were all in the ring. No, no, I'm sorry, it was Hogan, Arnold and Joe Manganiello. I was like, how did Hunter? Like, how this did story go? keeps unfolding. Anyways, Hogan, but Hogan, you can look it up online. Arnold, they yeah. they all did a s- spot together, and like Arnold came out and Joe Manganiello came out and they beat up fucking I don't know Hogan, the B team or whatever. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they beat up Hogan. More elderly, yes. <laughs> but and then like. And you see, like, Manginello's there, and he dwarfs Arnold and Hogan. I'm like, well, Arnold's only, like, 6'1", 6'2". Yeah, which, I mean, he's a bigger guy if, like compared to, like, most people. Well, he's bigger than me. But, sure, but, but, I mean, there's Joe Manginello looking like goddamn... Fucking He-Man? Sexosaurus, like... <laughs> Hercules. <laughs> Men in that's Motion. My, that's my new uh, wrestling name, is Sexosaurus. Sexosaurus featured on Men in Motion. Oh, Anyways, man. but yeah, good stuff. Uh, and, hey, but it was my point with Peter Avalon was, I saw him wrestling, I was like, oh, that kid's, like... You know, tiny, but yeah, you know, like showed some personality, and now I'm just like, get off my TV. Uh, okay. Moving forward, we had Dark Order over Jurassic Express, and this Jurassic. was my this was my favorite uh, <laughs> part of the night because I'm watching Marco Stunt oh. and Jungle Boy. Finish that thought, yeah. Um, and uh, Marco Stunt, they're trying to go for the the end of the match. Marco Stunt jumps up to the third, the top rope, and then he stumbles. <laughs> And he, oh he almost fell off the no. ring. And I, I paused it and I started laughing and I had to show my wife. And my wife says, oh my gosh, Botchamania. <laughs> Whoa. And I was like, Whoa. His ladies now getting what a, what a, you know, getting what the smart a, culture. But it just, He's it got a bicycle. <laughs> it was, bro, it was Jesus. hilarious. <laughs> but uh, Dark Order went over Jurassic Express and then Luchasaurus shows up. 
It cleans house. Got the biggest um, pop of the night. It, it looked good. Doing yeah. some really good moves. Apparently, he was supposed to be out another six months. That's wrestling life the, for you. The, what is it? The tail? The tail the whip. The tail whip. Tail that, whip. Which that kick he does, that mm-hmm. roundhouse. Cleaned out three of those dudes. It was, nice. It was but dope. I would hope so. Yeah, They're exactly. like a buck fifty all combined. And the uh, fact that he could do like a standing uh, moonsault like, was crazy. But the I thing is, see. so, you know, like, they, you didn't watch it, right? No. But so they have this okay. whole angle where, like, the Dark Order is actually trying to recruit Marco Stunt. He's like, hey, all these people are here laughing at you. They, they're making, <laughs> yeah, we are. They're making a joke at you, but they, they don't understand that you have heart. But So he's doing this whole promo trying to recruit him. My whole time is like, can somebody just not give the mic to Evil Uno? Because he sounds like exactly what he looks. <laughs> he just sounds like some... He sounded like the he sounds Ayatollah like he's a dude of Rock that and Roll. He GameStop and... No, he sounded like Lord Humongous. Just walk no, away. No, no, if you listen to it at the start, he literally had just this goofy normal voice, and he tried to like. I think even he was like, "Oh, that's not working." <laughs> so he like to darken it up. Oh my god! Well, watch that promo again. I, I, I guarantee it. you. But yeah, the oh. Luchasaurus came out, cleaned some house, and everybody was like, "Bud, <laughs> oh, Jesus!" Yeah, I creamed my jeans. I'm not gonna lie. Man in motion. Coming up next. I'm a big, I'm a big uh, mark for that dude. Mm. Uh, yeah. Big sexosaurus. Mark, question mark? He's luchasaurus, but he's not sexosaurus. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, a James tag team. team. Sexosaurus. You know what the name of our tag team will be? Jurassic. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Express. Jurassic XL. <laughs> but he has three X's. Well, he's like, he's like saying like Magic Mike. Was that Magic Mike reference? No, it was like a size because we're big dudes. Well, I'm just saying like, never mind. Right, moving on. You know, he was Joe Manganiello was also in. Oh yeah, uh, there, uh, hey, Magic Mike, double entendre there. I know. Way like to it. go. It's coming up. We're just geniuses. This is I, how this I, works. I, I, I'm not saying. No. Yeah. I, but, uh, <laughs> I think we are. But yeah, so let's continue with the AEW because uh, <laughs> we, let's just get this over with. Uh, Darby Allen over Peter Avalon and Sean Spears. That sounds horrible. Uh, at which point, Darby, uh, John Moxley, or I'm sorry, I missed. Mm. John Moxley had. Issued uh, a challenge, and Darby Allen takes him up on the Which challenge. Which I knew, I knew that's exactly where that was. So going. next week we're going to see Darby and John Moxley. I think trying to get Darbs over. Yeah, I think he's he's over with the eyes. He had the biggest pop of those three. I mean, oh, I get a bigger pop than Peter Avalon, but <laughs> uh, but still, uh, I, mean, I think and Peter Avalon started to say something, and they cut off his mic. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't think that was like intentional. I know they try to cover it with the commentary, but you're like, like no, oh, that was... maybe he was making fun of the sound engineer. But no, it was just a, it was a gaffe. But I do, like I said, why, I, I will say this: I just enjoy watching that that kid do his stuff in the ring. It's not even about like just... he was hitting the skateboard on the steps. Uh, what the no, hell is that and, about? And again, it's like it's edge lord bullshit. But when he's in the ring, that dude moves. Like I said, he's like a human sidewinder. Like he's like. He doesn't move like anybody else. And he's like, it's not just a high flyer. It's the, he's just... It's the jean shorts. Exactly. Yeah, with the tights. the tights combo. Oh, good golly. Um, Jagans. He should be cut carrying his fucking lunch in a fucking old uh, tin uh, lunch, uh, lunchbox. Well, then where like is he going to carry that should be his, his purse. Like, where is he going to carry his uh, skateboard? His... I, you know, I'll say this. I like. I, it took me a minute, but I actually think the skateboard thing's kind of cool. It's, it's definitely it's, unique. It's a, it's, a, it's a good gimmick. Yeah, I, I dig you should it. should have Heelys on. Heelys. <laughs> That's I bet you had, you had Heelys, didn't Tanner, you? No, of course. I'm not that young. Tanner, Tanner has, has Heelys. <laughs> He's healing on me. <laughs> I guarantee you he has Heelys. Uh, Nyla Rose over Danny Jordan. Again, they're, they're bringing out Nyla Rose. Uh, Pack over Paige. So we kind of got like a How rematch. did Nyla look? Uh, Strong. 
squashed Good deal. Danny yeah. Jordan. Good deal. All right. Nothing sloppy. Yeah. Nothing terrible. Didn't awesome. break anybody's neck yet. So. <laughs> uh, pack over Page. That was just kind of a rematch from, I think, Saturday. <sighs> they're fucking up Page, man. No, I mean, he's still, but I, I feel like... If they're doing the win-loss record... must have, like, naked photos of somebody, because, like, <laughs> that dude's been the biggest prima donna, and, like, they keep kowtowing to that dude, so I don't know. I mean, he's great. Well, I don't, he can work. That's the thing. I don't good. care if you dislike the guy. No, I like, agree. You know and even, I mean? like, like I said, I'm, I'm, not, it's not, I'm not a fan. I'm just saying, like, it's weird. Like, the booking on him has <laughs> been, it, like... it's just weird, like, seeing his Neville character. And he's more seen... protected than Jericho, and I'm saying that sincerely. No. As we'll discuss later, like, in a second. Okay. Okay. And then moving out towards the end, we had SCU over Jericho and Guevara in a uh, for a tag team. You mean the Spanish God? Oh boy, yeah. They call him the Spanish God. I don't know what that means. Next, okay. But yeah, so but literally the the match ends with a clean pin over Jericho. Small package over Jericho from, uh, Scorpio. from Scorpio Sky. The uh, small package of doom. Yeah. I really think they're honestly. If you listen, if you listen to the way they've done commentary with. Uh, Scorpio sure. Sky, since he's been on there, I think they're really planning something big with that dude. He looks good. I mean, I, and I really like SCU. I really like the, what yeah. they're doing. Uh, and then I believe it is just a schmoz. Just everyone comes yeah. out and, and it just well, kind of schmozzed yeah, over. It's super schmozzed. Just to cover two things. I mean, uh, MJF turned on Cody mm-hmm. and then Cody joined Inner Circle. I mean, no, MJF, we talk about MJF that. turned Inner yeah. Circle. Yeah, so, was saving the best for last. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch is the best for ah. last. Yeah, that's true. Amber waves of grain. <laughs> but yeah, no, like... I mean, it was to be expected. Nothing great. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I agree with you. I thought they pulled the core in that way too early. I yeah. thought we could have had another like, few months of building that up, of yeah. like, kind of teasing it. And or... a nut shot. It's like, I, it would have been awesome with a chair, like a swerve. Yeah. To where he was like, you know, protecting him, like, and was turned kind of like, and turn, already started hitting guys with it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, Just laid boom, him and like, no one would have saw it coming. I mean, the thing is, like, I got mad respect for Cody, that bump he took, um, you know, at, uh, um, with at full, gear. full gear and stuff. Um, but like, I mean, I saw it coming as soon as literally, um, I didn't even watch the show, but as soon as I, I saw, start watching the clips of like what happened, mm-hmm. and as soon as you, I just saw like him throwing the towel and him coming to the ring. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's like we're doing we're we're already doing the uh, the heel turn. Although it's like I said, it's kind of hard to call it a heel turn because he's he's been a heel since day one. But but the thing is too, he was getting over as a face. Yeah, he yeah. really was. And um, uh, with that kind of dickhead. But I mean, you didn't like the promo. I thought the promo was incredible. I enjoyed every second the of that promo. The Inner Circle promo? Yeah, because him and Jericho working on each other was fucking gold, I thought. Okay. I, I, yes, okay. Maybe it, it was. It wasn't the worst promo I've seen, and it wasn't a bad promo at all. At all. Yeah. It was just. It was definitely just like, okay, all right. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, James Dean thought it was absolutely necessary to put his phone in front of the microphone in his phone in his I'm, front I'm pocket. I'm checking the phone. And that's and that's why we, uh, you know, it's just a professional the, production. That is, is why we have <laughs> ni- don't have nice things here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, some news outside <laughs> AEW news outside of the ring, uh, which I, I much to my delight was finding out that last week uh, was Tony Schiavone's birthday party at Jimmy's Famous Seafood in Baltimore, Maryland. A lot of the boys from AEW were invited. Uh, to wit, uh, Excalibur and Jimmy Havoc. This is my favorite story of the year. Exchanged words and had a kerfuffle, which led to being outside. How uh, do you get your ass kicked by the commentator? Well, I mean, he uh, was, he was in ring talent for a while, even though, like, he's, he was never, like... Um, is my phone talking to me? 
It is. Oh, I just called somebody, apparently. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> they were hearing about Excalibur. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lay all this all Now we have to pay them. <laughs> Wait, we're getting paid? <laughs> hey, the cat's out of the bag. What? <laughs> Y'all are getting paid? <laughs> I'm I'm leaving. Oh boy! But yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I can compare this to is when, um, um, oh my God, Joey Styles apparently knocked out, uh, uh, knocked out Bradshaw. Like, really? You never heard that story? Which one, the Bradshaw? What? Joey Styles knocked out Bradshaw. I haven't heard this story. You never heard this? Uh, I think you're making it up. No, look it up. You don't believe me? No. You know there's Google on that device in your I'm hands. I'm Googling right now. God, we're just selling, we're just, you know, the theater of the mind is just being Joey Styles right punched out Bradshaw, and apparently it was the greatest gift to everybody, because he just had been needling him for so long, so Joey Styles punched uh, Bradshaw, which again, I wish I could have been there to see that. But yeah, same thing. Everybody on this podcast knows how I feel about uh, Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. I I like him. Arms. I like that he's he looks like a DJ at a goth club. It's he look, cool. Here's the thing is, he looks like all these dudes that used to hang out at the coffee shop I hung out when I was in my 20s. Um, I, I mean, dude, lift something heavy once. A lot. He says, he talks like this, right? He says, no one wanted me to be alive. I'm alive. I'm already winning. You know, I'm up ahead in the game, and I'm coming to AEW, right? And we're gonna, I'm gonna take over rock and roll. Ugh, God, you're the man. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jimmy Havoc. Uh, any more words for us? <laughs> I'm sorry, friends. Jimmy Havoc All made right. a special. So that was AEW. Yeah, that was AEW. The highlight of AEW was <laughs> it, 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 choking out. It, it, it's getting to the point to where it's like I just want to see. I don't even care about Kenny. I mean, I love Kenny Omega. But if you just if you just gave me an hour of MJF, Cody Rhodes, and Jericho, I'd be happy. Yeah. And you, you know, you, you do a little reach around of John Moxley, I'd be good. A little reach around. <laughs> Man in motion. <laughs> I mean, one thing I do want to say though, like I, I pointed this out, and Tanner called me a hater. But dude, the main event had as much as I like all the the, um, the people involved. That main event was sloppy as fuck. There was like at least three spots they literally recalled in the ring where like they're like, oh, you have to be over here for me to do that. And it was, it was kind of a shit show. But anyways, let's move on to a much, much better product, NXT. <coughs> NXT. NXT. Oh, I thought we were talking about Oh, we're, yeah, we're no, saving no. the best for last. Forgot so, about NXT. Uh, uh, so watching this week's NXT versus AEW, the, <coughs> like the, there was no comparison. NXT buried AEW in every sense of the w- Quality show, drama, everything. Unfortunately, like AW buried them in the ratings. Um, yeah, but you know, no, you're two hundred thousand. I saw that's pretty big, man. Uh, how many? Two hundred. Two hundred. But it is the return home show after their first pay per view, their first <coughs> official pay per view is AEW. Um, so, but dude, anyways, start to finish, Leo Rush versus Angel Garza was a solid match. Yeah. Um, Leo Rush taking the win. You had um, Roddy versus Lee, which was. Uh, just a great goddamn match. Then you had the skirmish at the end um, with uh, Lee actually getting the win over Roddy. Clean yeah, win. But nice. then, uh, you know... The jackals of Undisputed Air come out. You know, and and then um, you ended up getting... Uh, 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 Dominic Dijakovic came in. Yeah. And fucking clean house. He looks like a hoss. He Dude, looks, just whipping everybody's I ass. I never realized how huge he is. Like, Dijakovic looks Six, so seven. good. Uh, and he's officially the fourth man in the uh, uh, the nice. war games. Nice. Um, so that was cool. 
Um, then you had um, uh, you had Reed, you had Bronson Reed versus um, uh, Swerve Isaiah Scott. Yeah, uh, really good match. Scott got the clean win, which you know they've been kind of doing some fifty fifty booking with him, but like you know I I know that they 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 are definitely planning to use uh, Swerve. Um, it was a solid match. Um, then uh, you had this promo with Dunn. He was uh, going to fight Dane, but then Killian Dane. Killian Dane, but then uh, Damian Priest came in, and like he got involved, and it became like a big three way skirmish. Um, really, again, you can definitely see that they're they're planning something big with uh, with Priest. Um, um, and then you had the um, main event of uh, Mia Yim and uh, uh, Io Shirai. I saw that. I got a notification. It was going to be a ladder match. Yeah, ladder match. It was fucking incredible. Really? Yeah, and Mia Yim... Because ladder had... matches have been so boring in the and past. Like, so, yeah. He, he, he even said it really well. Like, it, there, was, there was only... They only even had to, I think, to pull out the second ladder because the legitimately the first one had, did have... Uh, Io Shirai broke it, trying to, like, use it as, like, a... Oh, so it was, like, one ladder. Yeah. yeah. 80, oh. 80% of the match was one ladder... And uh, but it wasn't constantly used. You no. had you had Shirai and uh, and Mia Yim. Mia Yim, uh, really just going hell for the ladder, like beating each other up, getting after it, and then resorting to the ladder. And it was only one ladder, so you would do a huge spot with the ladder, and then go back to each other. You made it mean something. You yeah. made it mean a ladder match. Yep. So it wasn't. And there were seven ladders like around the spots. ring. And in fact, I think legitimately, I don't think it was a work. I don't think it was a work. Yeah. I think it was a shoot. Um, Mia Yim uh, dro- ended up drop ki- kicking the ladder when Mia Yim was uh, Io Shirai ended up drop kicking uh, missile drop kicking the ladder right into Mia Yim's face and it busted her nose up in fact uh, you know refs had to come in with the gloves, the gloves and shit yeah. and so and they really in fact she really got fucked up because they um, they had to basically uh, the NXT women's champion had to come out yeah. and help uh, she had to help Io Shirai get there was a there was a like a money in the bank it was like, a money in the bank thing I kind of help her out because Yim was they like just slow. They had to basically of... slow the match down because I think Mia Yim was legitimately pretty jacked. But it was like great. Joey Mercury. Exactly. Yeah, not as bad as Joey Mercury, but it's pretty bad. Um, and then she, Mia Yim ended at the end of the match taking a really ugly spot over the rope into into a ladder. Gotta have one. And dude, I was like, dude, she looks like she got broken. So all in all, great. You had the whole like at the end, you know, uh, Shayna Baszler comes out. Kind of clean so house. now they have the four. It's just funny too because when they first advertised it, it looked like they were going to use. Um, uh, I always forget the Dakota name. Or no, no, the two, uh, the you know the, the two, black hearts or the the other the the other two of the uh, four horsemen. Uh, the uh, other horsemen, MMA uh, four horsewomen. Um, that yeah. lanky broad who like she should never be in shorts ever again. Okay, she has an ass like my grandmother. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Check out so, your grandma. Sorry, I mean, no, say, what is she? I'm objectify. I will say the same thing about uh, uh, Cassius Ono. Uh, don't wear shorts. But um, I mean, look, I'm not throwing throw thrones. I'm just saying. But you know, because you kept thinking like, oh, well, the, it was going to be Shambaze or her two cronies, and then Bianca Belair, and then it turned into. But so we now have the full four horse or the full women's team of the um, War Games because it's the NXT UK Women's Champion is yeah. part of the heel side. I missed a good week. It was, really it was a good, good week, yeah. And apparently, so it cuts off right there. Apparently, afterwards, uh, Bailey comes out and then beats up Shayna Baszler and like wrecks shop and like. Why wouldn't you air that? I don't know. You don't know. It saying. wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't even on the version that like the two-hour version, which is live. would have been live, right? Because yeah. everything else was pre-taped and everything. And 
I don't even remember. I feel like there was something else that we're not talking about from that show that, like... Oh, there was another match with Aaliyah and... Oh, yeah, no, 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 but thank you. So the whole segment they're showing up... Yeah. I'm going to go on record as saying this, is, like, somebody wiped out... Uh, all the women. All the women. The good, like, the, you know, the heel team and the face team. And it's obviously, it's Dakota Kai. Like, it's everyone's not like, who Dakota is it? Kai. It's Dakota Kai. She's it... like, oh, no hard feel. Like, dude... Come on, man. I'll Dakota put, Kai's not big enough to take out doesn't like Doesn't matter. I, don't, I hate Dakota Kai anyways. I hope she gets Was she going to hit him with her... That's not true. I'm sorry. Was she going to hit him with her white jacket? Jesus I mean, Christ, Jim Cornette. Calm no, down sorry. there, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Stable of Studs would like to issue out a sincere yeah, public, apology. A sincere public apology I'm just that kidding. we do not wish anyone. I don't wish that. I'm just saying, like, you know, I feel like she needs something. But besides being on Team Kick... Anyways, um, but uh, but yeah, like she's the she's basically I don't know if they're setting her up as like some sort of like psychotic antihero, but like she wiped them out. You can say it, I'll go on record. It's it's I, I'm gonna say it's not Dakota Kai. They foreshadowing it so they show her face like oh she's so mad she didn't get on the team. She's a like, heartbroken. And then you see her gleaming in the background. And then she tells uh. Uh, Mia Yim, like, I got your bat. Like, no, dude, she's a psycho. She kicked everybody's ass. It's fine. There's so, no way she could kick everyone's ass. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Let's, let's make a bet. Let's make a bet to see okay. what the reveal is. I'll you watch can NXT take, and I'll, I'll settle the bet for you. You will take Dakota Kai. I will take Road Warrior Animal. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the culprit. Anyone else. Yeah, I will take the field. All right. So let's talk about the real shit. Let's talk about... The real shit. It's I, the I, fire! I honestly, thank you so much for seeing it. I was going to do it, but I'm just like, you know, my 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 voice energy is kind of low, and I appreciate that, Adam. And I, I must say, before we go into that, mm-hmm. I like that little rundown that we did. I think we need to talk more about how we feel rather than the matches. Yeah. Um. So I like that and appreciate it. And we actually cut time a lot too on that one. That's good. Uh, organization helps. Organization. Exactly. Y'all took it. Y'all I took mean, I a, like. I, I took like, a note. I like, I like a little. Chaos, but without the X. I like a little like free will and drunk. Uh, but, oh yeah. yeah, but it's fine. This isn't barstool wrestling. Okay, so shenanigans over. Let's talk about real the real deal. And WA. I like that. So you got Dawkins and uh, you got Dawkins doing the theme song for NWA, yeah. and then oh. Chris Jericho is using Diamond Heads "Am I Evil" as his whole thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm appreciating all this like classic metal that's happening here. I appreciate it too. And Anyways. then I gotta say. One thing Tanner did say is that the Dawsons had a really good match, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm happy he said that because those guys. I, I got to tell you, when you watched old school wrestling, even on on WWF, even WCW, you had, um, yeah, not to be crass, but fat guys. Yeah, big fat guys that were like intimidating. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I'm supposed to hate that guy. Yeah. And they're great heels. And I want to see them. You know what yeah. I mean? And I want to see them lose. Yeah. They're great classic wrestling heels. Um, so, first off, let me just say, um, we, saw the, we saw the debut of, of Question Mark, yep. which is obviously Josephus. Uh, <laughs> it's like, so obviously <laughs> Josephus. So is, is it awesome? Oh, it's so Josephus. I was trying to figure out oh, who it was. So he had hair and a beard. Yeah, and he had the exact same belly. Is, like, there, it's is, there, a two, is there a two-for bet going on right now? Who, who the masked man is? I'm going to say I mean, Road yeah. Warrior Animal. <laughs> as long as he didn't say Road Warrior Hawk, that would be... There's some voodoo witchcraft reanimator shit happening, but... <laughs> why would it be Road Warrior Hawk? <laughs> it is so awesome. God. I don't oh, know why God. that makes me laugh. Rest in peace, Mike. You were my, my favorite wrestler as a kid. Uh, but so... Um, 
So you saw the debut of of question mark and it's immediately over. I was like, did I miss something? Was this like a uh, like a gimmick on the indies? Was this like was this already a known thing? And I talked to Mailman Mike D, and he was like, nope, this is just this, they've been planning this like old school mask gimmick. And the audience, the audience was he's so over. People are chanting question mark through other segments for the yeah. rest of the mess. Jesus Christ! But was he's it? just doing like karate chops, and he did a, he did a pretty neat off the top rope uh, like missile drop kick. Who did he like, wrestle? Uh, he wrestled Dan Parker. Yeah, and a handsman. That's a guy who wears like the fucking flame bird suit, like the crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him. Dan Parker. Dalton. Dalton Castle. So, but yeah, he 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 debuted. Got he got over. Thunder Rosa and Marty Bell over. They squash Crystal Rose and Brooklyn Creed. I literally just put down female tag match because. Oh, that's awful. Hey, shout out to Thunder Rosa. Yeah. She had her first MMA match. She didn't come out on top, but I mean, I commend her. She's a great worker. How dare you write just female match on there? Well, no, it wasn't even it wasn't for Thunder. Even goddamn supermarkets over here. Thunder Rosa fan club apparently. Hey, but Thunder Rosa. If you're wasn't listening. even her. It was the two blonde chicks. Yeah, they look like waitresses. They were like, literally like talk about bottom of the barrel indie wrestling girl. Like, Wait, man. Ugh, that one, the hey. one, uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. But yeah. Look, the, the bottom of the line is, I mean, I don't know if I said that right. Anyway. Still a better women's division than AEW. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard, it, it's hard to find good mm-hmm. male wrestlers. Mm-hmm. It's even harder to find good female wrestlers. Yeah, and it's not fewer a, it, you know, it, it's going to take time, you know. Yeah, I mean, besides, they basically were enhancement talent. That's really yeah. what they were. So, it's, I, I mean. Carpenters, as Arn Anderson would call them. That's right. Hey, shout out to the Arn Show. Yeah, If you're not listening to the Arn Show, man, yeah, I hope you're listening to our show. And that, that that's the only option. Arn, if you're listening, uh, prayers with you, buddy. We we miss you. And I'll start listening too. But um, prayers, <laughs> prayers to you. I'm just praying for you because I care so much oh about you. Oh my God! But okay. Thunder Rosa looking good, and I she had a really good uh, video. I don't know if it was just on Twitter, but just kind of like her. I think Joe Galley had, had also shared it, but just about her uh, lead up into the MMA match last week. Oh weekend. yeah, that was and, here. That was filmed here, um, yeah. and that was right before her match. But yeah. I mean, good stuff. Uh, yeah. And then see, seeing her and, and Marty Bell being like a, a heel tag team, and they just kind of ran roughshod yeah. over over the uh, waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Marty Bell didn't cut a promo. The uh, the Walmart uh, <laughs> checkout women. Almost. God, guys. Okay, we're moving on. Anyways. Um, and then at the end of the show, because uh, we're saving Trevor Murdoch and Caleb Conley, uh, wild cards over Outlaw Inc., and it kind of resulted in a schmoz. Different people came out. Uh, Nick Aldis was there with Camille, but we were promised Camille would speak, and then it was never brought up again. Well, so, yeah, because you had... You had um, uh, uh, Eli Drake come out. He was shooting a promo about how like it doesn't matter if Camille's not speaking because basically everybody wants Eli Drake. But then you had the wild cards come out, and you had um, um, Mike or what's it, Trevor, uh, fucking uh, Bram, you know, who in real life is dating Camille. Lucky guy. Um, so, but like wild cards come out and told Eli Drake to keep Camille's mind on business and keep. Camille's mouth out of his name. And he's like, what's going on, brothers? I'm not got no heat with you. And so they're doing something there with, like, he, like, you know, um, 
Is it Trevor McAllister? No, he's got the most like boring ass name. Like, uh. <laughs> anyways, I'm just gonna call him Bram. Anyways, he uh, the, yeah, like so they came out and were basically like mind your own business. So they're they're doing something with that, and so then they got involved for some reason. Um, uh, um, Eddie Kingston and yeah, and like Homicide. Yeah. Anyways, so but that ended up in a big old schmoz. Now let's talk about really why we're all here. Let's talk about T Money, Trevor Murdoch, Man of the Hour, Man with the Power. Getting over, got to win. East Huge. mountain down, loaded up, up and trucking. They gonna Ooh, do what they say can't be done. done. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We're uh, east bound and what old man did run? Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That was good. But yeah, dude, Trevor Murdoch, dude. I told I was like, why? Like he was like, he came out and I just had this big smile on my face, and he was just hossing, like throwing a beating on that kid, and um, you know, and Caleb Conley is like a good looking kid. He's like, he's a good worker. I think yeah. he's got a few years, and he'll be like, you know, mm. super solid. But you know, any other thing like Caleb Conley would be the like good looking baby face, and he'd be the other one, and oh, you know, like whole rocky top over there, the, like the. Physical embodiment of like domestic violence, Trevor Murdoch. Oh my god! <laughs> he also he also had, looks like had an underwear and boots. Exactly, he just <laughs> he looks, looks like, like a, a pit master. Like he's a barbecue exactly. pit master, and he's just carving up uh, brisket all day long. But man, what he was carving up was trouble for Caleb Conley. I'll tell you that. Damn, dude, he's like good, good one. But yeah, dude, he was like he got over, and dude, he got a really huge pop, and I yep. was like. And even the commentators like, oh, it looks like old Trevor Murdoch here is getting a is a, has a getting a big impact with our power audience. I was like, fuck yeah, he is. Well, I mean, that's why they have him starting uh, NWA Power. Like, give folks what they want, start off something hot, and uh, but and no, it's and just then great. We'll, and then a- Aaron Stevens will quit, and like, yeah, I guess he quit. <laughs> like, shoot, I don't know. Who knows? He just said he quit, and then he walked off. He couldn't even finish his promo because it was so embarrassing. And everybody was like, no, 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 no. Oh, my no. God. Yeah, they were you right. know, uh, uh, Trevor Murdoch, like, 2019's Terry Gordy. Dude, for real. Like, legit. I, I mean, you could also say 2019's Dick Murdoch, but... <laughs> but, you know, I see more more Gordy in him. In I can see some Gordy in him, though, yeah. Yeah, like... just the way he works. Even, even Hanson. Stan Hansen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Just the way he works. That's what I'm saying. The, we, the business needs some Trevor Murdoch's. I need it. I need or at least NWA does a good job of giving us that as like a clear and stark alternative to yeah. AEW yeah. WWE. I mean, like, dude, like, if you think about the juxtaposition, on one show you've got Marco Stunt, and then in the show you got Ricochet. On and NWA, another show. And then NWA Power, you got Trevor fucking Murdoch. Well, I said Dick. I was going to say Dick, too. Sleep Dick a good Murdoch. nickname, though. The pit master. <laughs> the pit master, because he's carving up trouble. I mean, that that's, that says a lot. I mean, like, who's the biggest guy right now besides Bray Wyatt in WWE? Um, Roman Reigns. I mean, yeah, that's over. Brock. Uh, okay, Brock. We'll we'll go with Brock then on that. Oh one. my God, are you fantasy booking Brock Lesnar versus <laughs> Trevor Murdoch? <laughs> I would pay. Tens of dollars to see this. I'd 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 pull out a hundo. I'd pull out a hundo to buy that beat, ticket. Do you think he beat the shit out of Brock? Honestly, no, 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 no. no. I mean, this is like, like that cornbread eating dude. Like, dude, Trevor might Trevor might give him a run for his money. Well, I mean, he's like he's a guy that will beat you up in a bar. But you know, Lesnar is. It's kind of like 
It's literally like steroids versus heart disease. Like, it's not even like a comparable. Which one's going to get you? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I'm not fantasy booking it, but look, if you think about it, so you got uh, you got Brock at the WWE. Mm-hmm. NXT, I mean, we don't know. Brock is all-encompassing. Yeah. Uh, AEW got Jericho. Mm-hmm. Which is not, not bad. No. Oh. You know, and then, you know, in NWA, you got, I mean, granted, he's not over. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, all I'm saying is, look, this is what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, the reason, like, I'm enjoying power is because of things like, the question mark yeah. and because of the Dawson's and there's just a different vibe it has its own vibe which is works but now real quick because we have to we have a few other things to talk about um, number one the big announce the big Billy Corgan announcement yeah oh sure. you didn't watch it fucking pissed y'all can let me know though we don't know that's the thing it's a mystery so he came on he's like we've got this you know he, he if you think this is all that NWA has to, to offer you've got another thing coming kind of promising that bigger and better this was just the small start of something even bigger happening Didn't they have a pay-per-view not too long ago They're well they're getting into the fire Oh that's what's in coming December up, right? 14th yeah. I believe so which we are going to do a live cast of fans I'm down Yeah, yeah I'm down with we got to we yeah. got to have a yeah. live cast Cuz that's my favorite honestly like yeah. it's I, the one I get most excited for yeah. even, though, even on those weeks where I'm like yeah that kind of was a shitty week I know that there's going to be it's something... Like, it's like the seventh week. You but know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's literally was episode six. But the thing is, like, there's just so much potential. And you got Ricky you Starks... You see it. Yeah. Oh, my like, God, yes. I mean, Ricky Starks coming out, just being Ricky Starks. Like, everybody knows I like crocodile leather. But a gold, old is gold. Or, like, yeah, I'm sold on gold. Yeah, but I'm sold on gold. With his whole, like, stroke daddy thing. But I'm like, dude, stroke I'm just... Daddy. I'm Swerve Daddy. No, it's Stroke Daddy, isn't it? Stroke Daddy. It's Stroke Man Daddy. Stroke daddy. Yeah, Swerve, uh, that's a whole other thing. Um, yo. Uh, so hey, there was yo. that. Um, there's another thing I feel like we're missing. Even though uh, that was a huge deal. Austin Idol. Oh, the uh, the the commercial this week was amazing. Wrestling Farm. Yeah. Do you want your own heel? 150 bucks, you get your own heel. You want your own face? We'll grow. We'll grow you a face. Oh my god. I I feel. I mean, they're great and all. Those commercials are great. But honestly, like. I don't know. I'm like they they kind of lost me for a minute, but then. Like as that, long as like the retro if, if they're if they're wrestling commercials, I'm down with it. Yeah. Or even like no, even if they're commercials, but like sometimes they went two bananas, but um uh, I don't know what that meant. Um but yeah, and then can we also talk about real quick yes. t- it being in the news before we go as we wrap this up as it's already ten thirty. Um can we talk about uh the Jordan Miles situation? Or I'm sorry, the yeah. because Jordan Miles is his slave name, apparently. Oh my god. Uh, oh, you know boy. Uh, here here's here's my take on it. And again, this is coming from a non, a non-black man, um, I'm Mexican, at, you know, at best. Uh, some would say I'm American, uh, but I mean, all kidding aside, here's here's my take. If you have a problem, you don't, you don't. To me, if I have a problem with someone, I'm not gonna boast it on the internet, you know, unless and, and, until a time it comes to where they're not listening to me. I don't think I'm getting the respect that this situation should be handled as. Um, over a T-shirt um, that I'm, I'm going to make money on, like personally that I'm going to make money on, um, the opportunity that I have with this biggest company, that guy's been working so much. That guy's a great worker. Um, I, I've heard nothing but good good things from him from my friends. Um, not one bad thing except for that, 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 that altercation. Um, I'm sorry that it, it came to that. Like, I, it, it, it is kind of a, a catch-22, no, no matter how you look at it. Um, I hope he lands on his feet. I'm sure he's going to get picked up somewhere. So I actually educated myself on this topic. Um, I have a lot of help with uh, uh, the mailman, Mike D. Um, 
So first off, his reputation on the Indies is actually not that great. So let me first let me say, like, yes, I do think the T-shirt was in bad taste. Well, I think out. it was tone just, deaf. Just, I don't just really quick. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm I'm talking from guys that have actually worked yeah. with him in the yeah. Indies. Not one bad thing. Well, so we'll I'll get to that in a okay. second. I'll, I'll get to what the what the whole thing on the internet has been. Um, but as far as like the T-shirt, I do think the T-shirt was was in poor taste. I don't, but I think it was tone deaf. I don't think it was purposely like racist. Not like, at all. Um, I 100%. just think who was designing it didn't like know about Sambo culture and like, you know, like yeah. look, like this is essentially you're doing blackface on a T-shirt here. Like I wouldn't have known unless they said it. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw it as soon as they posted, I was like, oh yeah, I can see that with the. But ultimately. You know, and yes, does the WWE have a history, a notorious history of, of, of having complaints of racism in their, in the, like, corporate structure and, like, how they handle uh, black athletes? Yes, I think that would be fair. I think that's well known. I think in the last few years they've really tried to combat that. Um, but they had decades of having a sort of poor reputation right. with right. Uh, handling of African-American athletes. So, yes, all of that I give ACH... Like, yeah, I think, like, there's a problem. It needs to be addressed. I think, so number one, um, this was not the first time ACH has had a reputation for having, so he's, apparently he's he's known for having depression and anxiety issues um, that have caused him to have, like, kind of outbursts and mm. stuff when he didn't, when he felt like something was going wrong. He, and he's notoriously, apparently, this is all, you know, speculation on the internet or things that, like, are happening online right now, like, on Twitter, but... There is a has there's been a rumor before this happened that he sort of burns bridges because he does kind of go off the handle, but he has you know depression anxiety issues. There's even like so I don't know if you know the whole Jay Lethal thing, but he actually called Jay Lethal an Uncle, Uncle Tom, Tom, yeah, which was the part I was like, well, that's fucking why do you need to bring Jay Lethal in this. I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but apparently there's some bad blood with that, and like I guess Jay Lethal shot this like he did he no showed this 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 event they were gonna do. Um, and it pissed off Jay Lethal, so he just cut this promo and said, like, he's not here because he's smoking crack. Well, the thing is, like, apparently, like, he did have a real issue with drugs uh, that he, that ACH was like, that's super in poor taste. And some other people thought were his in poor taste. Yeah. Um, so that's why they're heat with him and, and Jay Lethal. But ultimately, like, you know, that's kind of, like, neither here nor there. As far as the situation, there's a lot of people, like, think just, like, other wrestlers in the business were just like, look... This is even if you have a legitimate complaint, this is not wasn't necessarily handled well. Hell no, hundred percent. You're like basically throwing a tantrum and you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're not really creating dialogue or, or doing anything to help it. Um, you're actually hurting the chances of other African American athletes in WWE and like the chance of like you know kind of you know especially because at that point he was like sort of dragging in other black athletes and like kind of saying like if you. If you do succeed in, in pro wrestling, you are an quote unquote Uncle Tom. And a lot of black wrestlers are like, dude, what do you give me a break, dude? Like, call, call, I, I dare anyone to call Ron Simmons an yeah, Uncle Tom. Yeah, exactly. I dare you. Exactly. <laughs> so, but ultimately, at the end of the day, like, it's sad because, like I said, um, no, the so funny is, like, Jordan Miles' whole character was on the fact that he was, like, this happy go lucky, nice guy. And the commentators labeled him as the, the, yeah, the man with a million, like, million dollar smile. Yeah, yeah, so, and I mean, ultimately, that's what the t-shirt was kind of, like, he had the, you know, like, the smile, it's just, like, the as a graphic artist and a designer, I can tell you, it was a poorly designed shirt. Um, I don't even think, if even if the shirt was blue. Yeah. It's a crappy looking well, shirt. Yeah, it's an, I thought I'd read that initially the shirt was going to be on gray. Mm-hmm. And like someone, and someone had like uh, I don't know if it was Carl Anderson or someone else had shared like, hey, these are the new NXT shirts that are be, will be coming out soon, right? And it had a bunch of different shirts, and the one they had for 
uh, Miles was, or is it Miles? Jordan Miles. Jordan Miles. Uh, it was on a gray. It was a gray shirt with the red lips and the smile, right? Mm. And so, uh, the, initially, maybe it's not so bad. It's still, I, you know, the thing is like though. So if you look at the design, people are saying, "Oh, it's the red lips and the white teeth." It's not. It's actually the red of like the mouth, like but behind the teeth, like yeah. it's. There's no because again, I think if they drawn lips of any kind on that shirt, it would just been like super. Racist, yeah, like you can't really, stay away. Really but at the end of the day, it's just a poorly done design. And then, like, what also set it off is apparently the designer told ACH, like, everyone's like, oh, he signed off on it. Yeah, he didn't sign off on it. The guy who designed the shirt said that Triple H does, like, I guess ACH went and was like, hey, like, he didn't want to rock the boat and be like, well, instead of that, can we do this? And then the designer was like, no, Triple H already says he likes this design. Which he like got super pissed about. Then I guess ACH went and talked to Triple H. Is like, no, a- the guy told me that you approved of that shirt. So there's sort of some he said, she said, you know, yeah. kind of. Ultimately, though, he did kind of shoot himself in the foot. But you know, crazy things have happened. I mean, Leo Rush returned. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, he's a talented guy. You, you don't want to see him be like a rich swan or, mm. you know, like uh, uh, even though Loki deserves every yeah, I was gonna say rich that guy's swan. a piece of Oof. shit. Um, but like, you know, like. At the end of the, the day, way he, the way Leo Rush handled that, you know, not accepting it and thinking he's, you know, grandstanding hot dog, and you know, um, it. Everyone, no one's perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean. You, you you have this value set on yourself of who you are and what you deserve, and granted, that's great. You should always believe that. Um, how the company sees you, totally different, yeah. you, and yep. you can't you can't change that. Yeah, and that's the thing is like, you know. Um, I think the best handled. I mean, you look at somebody like Drew McIntyre, who was like, "Look, like I'm not getting the spot that I feel like I deserve." So go do it elsewhere. So I'm yeah. going to prove I deserve it by going and doing it somewhere else. You know, mind you, he's six five and good looking and chiseled to shit, and yeah. obviously. But but now but 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 again, going back into it, look, Leo Rush made a mistake, and he probably owned up to yeah. it. And look at him. The, I've always known Leo Rush is amazing. Yeah. Like, he's a great talent. He's yeah. a, And again, I, I you know, I, I knock on small wrestlers all the time. That dude's an amazing worker. Yeah. 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 Super Chris. But, um... And I also thought he also really good on the mic. Like, he... People are like, oh, he's so annoying. Yeah, that's his job, fool. That's a stick, yeah. But anyways. Adam? Match of the week? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, my match of the week... What did I really enjoy after everything I saw? Um, good golly, I'm stalling for time. Uh, I got nothing. I mean, the match of the, the match of the week in my heart is Trevor Murdoch and Ben Parker. But I will say the ma- I think legitimately the the match ben I was Parker. most intrigued is that Spider Man's uncle, uh, Caleb Conley. Well, it was, yeah, it was the other Parker was the guy that fought uh, yeah, question mark. For sure, it's another boring blonde white guy. Um, uh, but no, my match of the week in my heart would be Trevor Murdoch. But legitimately, probably the one that had me most engaged was actually Mia Yim and Io Shirai. That's awesome. I, I heard nothing but good things about good that match. match. Yeah, especially for um, a ladder match, which is we said like. Well, unfortunately, you don't I mean we we mean you're um, you made it out here with the match of the week, man. Um, unfortunately, I don't have one. And, you know, fortunately, Tanner's not here either, and uh, he can't uh, have a match of the week because he'd probably say some 
Japanese. Some Orange Cassidy match, or uh, yeah, some Japanese match from like the third indie show of you know. Exactly. Some yeah, Wrestle so. Kingdom. Some no. Some uh, some Dragon Gate or some. Noah. Some, <laughs> some dark match. That Which you can, hey, I like all that stuff too, but I like busting Trevor's or uh, Trevor. Trevor. Ooh, you oh. like, oh. you like, you like Trevor's balls. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like Man disrespecting Tanner. So, anyways. No. And I, I'm not sure if he's on the phone right now. I did dial him, and uh, I'm not sure if it's voicemail or if he actually picked up. I'm not even going to put it in my ear to the uh, phone here for Tanner. Uh, <laughs> he's, got, he's got the green apple spiders, I think. Is it, Tanner, are you on the phone? Okay, it's a voicemail. Great. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> we strike again. Well, guys, um, a great episode. I, I, I think we're growing more into this. I, I mean, I know I say that a lot. Um, but I'm excited about this journey that we're on. Um, I know we're going to be doing different things besides just weekly recaps, which I think is, you know, nice to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. But I think the fans like our take on, 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 on how we see it. I and, hope so. Um, I hope we're not, I mean. I'm going to have? I was like, I hope so. I hope we're not just uh, annoying the, the populace. <laughs> Well, well, it's their fault. I mean, yeah, they, they're listening, they, yeah, they're listening to this voluntarily. That's true. And, it, and it's yeah. free, so shut up. Yeah, it is absolutely free. <laughs> shut but, up, straw man I just made up. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll definitely have the, the um, what are we doing in, in the fire? Into the fire. Into We're the fire. Do a live in, in, cast for. Uh, live cast. I'll start promoting that then. So December 12th? 14th. 14th. December 14th, we'll be doing, I guess we got to do it on YouTube. Uh, and then I guess you got to uh, request those days off, folks. Um, so. Yeah, uh, let's make it's that my happen. Day off, right? so. Well, yeah, we got to make sure it happens too. You know what I mean? Make the necessary. Yeah, make plans. sure William Patrick Corrigan uh, yeah. doesn't uh, bail on us here. Yeah, I'm excited to see that announcement. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll watch Power tonight. But guys, thank you so much for picking up the slack here um, with my negligence of not re- watching. Don't we wrestling. do that every week? Oh, oh my boy. god! Just because Tanner's not here doesn't make you the heel. We're, somebody somebody me, had to somebody's got to off. You are my partner. How uh, dare you? A, we, we could talk about the uh, 405, uh, oh 405 Live. Yes. That, <laughs> I loved it. That was no, awesome. We're, we're, on the same, we're on the same page. Yeah. So anyway, guys, for the Stable of Studs, I'm Tank Rodriguez, Adam Danger, James Dean, uh, Tanner Turdway, and Mailman Mike. See you on the next one. Boom. Booyah. Did you say boobs? <laughs>